Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. It is New Year's Day, everyone, and I'm speaking quietly in case you're hungover. But also, maybe it's midnight on New Year's Eve, and I'm speaking to you sensually after you just had your midnight kiss. Either one, I'm totally happy with and proud of you. I hope you had a great New Year's. I hope you enjoyed your New Year's kiss. I hope you got your New Year's kiss. If you didn't, I highly encourage you getting your New Year's Day kiss. It is a new year, new you. So if you have dating questions, please send them to us, notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Also available for coaching in the new year on the podcast or in private. And you can send us questions on Instagram, notyourtherapistpodcast.com on Instagram. Wow, I just totally forgot that. Okay, you would think I was just celebrating New Year's, but I'm not. This is just like me speaking into the future. Anyways, we have a couple questions. I'm doing another quickie question and answer because I assume you want to be doing other things today than just listening to me talk, although I can't imagine why. Uh, But these are a couple good questions I got that I think will kind of set things up nicely for us in the new year. First one is... Hey, Dahlia, I like listening to your podcast on Spotify, although I can't relate to all of it. That's okay. Sometimes I take your advice to heart. Great. Sometimes we'll do. Just a quick question. I know you give the tip to women to give out their number. How are young men supposed to do that? I'm 20, by the way. That's a great question. I know that men are kind of like, I don't want to be creepy. It's not the same for us. We can't do it. And I think in another day and age, I would have said, well, just go ask women for their phone number. But again, that comes back to the, I don't want to be creepy moment. So I'm going to be very progressive and say that men can give out their phone number too. Yes, it's a little bit not as much of a like, Like the reason I like women giving out their phone number a lot is because it's expressing interest, but still leaving the ball in the man's court. So he has to do something because I do think biologically speaking, the male identifying presence in the relationship should be the pursuer in the beginning of the courtship. But in this case, if you're worried about the creepy factor or, you know, you don't want to be rejected, whatever it is, it's fine to be the one to give your phone number as long as if they actually do text you, you are quick to follow up, be the initiator, be proactive, ask them out on a date. Don't just like kind of chat aimlessly and wishy-washy like, oh, it's nice meeting you. We don't want to. No, like make a decision and show them, okay, now that you did the work of answering my call to text me, I will do the work of making the date happen because I'm genuinely interested in making something happen. So I will say to the same young man, uh, have your phone number written in your pocket on like a slip of paper, not a business card. So it looks cash. And a nice thing about this too is it, it really empowers you. I think having your phone number in your pocket at all times means that you're looking out and around you. You're widening your scope. You're saying the whole world is my oyster in my dating app. I don't have to have my face in my phone. New year, new me. I'm going to look around me and not just at my phone at digital images. I'm going to see what is out there. Who do I get a good energy from? Whether it's a barista at a coffee shop, you know, a friend of a friend, someone in a library, if anyone goes to libraries anymore, like it's not creepy if you give them your phone number because you're not saying I'm going to unsolicited call you. You're saying this is your choice. Here's my phone number. I really like your energy. I wouldn't say something like, hey, you're really hot, like 
we should like do something sometime. You should go up to them or if you've been talking, whatever, you have a great energy or I just feel really comfortable when I'm with you or this has been a really great conversation. You know, some sort of compliment that isn't just physical. Physical compliments are lovely, but in this case, if you want to come across as specifically being into them, have your phone number in your pocket it empowers you to the world around you. Then you can think of it as like in your control too, who you meet and who you pursue and then give a nice, meaningful compliment. Or if you haven't been talking to them, you saw them at a coffee shop, whatever. You have a beautiful smile. You have a really nice energy. I get a really good feeling from you. Something about you caught my eye. Here's my phone number. I would love to take you out sometime. No pressure, you know, and then you can leave. I actually have a set of best friends who met in a coffee shop. Uh, the guy, they were like kind of making eye contact and then the guy had to leave. So he left. Then he came back like five minutes later, walked up to my friend and was like, hey, sorry, I just was wondering if you'd like to get dinner with me and my friends. And she said yes. And they're married now. Can you imagine? I mean, she it was safe. She felt comfortable. Everything was fine. She didn't do anything she didn't feel comfortable with. But she just got a good feeling. He got a good feeling. He took a risk. She went with it. She took a risk. And here they are. They're married. They have two kids. Beautiful kids. Um, so, you know, let that be a lesson to you. Take a risk. Be bold. Be the person that's going to look outside of your phone, outside of your computer, give someone a nice compliment, and see where it can go. I don't think you need to be shy just because you're a guy. So have your number written down, hand it out. I made that clear. Okay, next question. This is a good one. Okay. It's not really a question, but I understand what he's asking. He said, was in a six-month relationship and my former lover got depression and told me she lost feelings for me, but also everything. She feels numb and doesn't know what she wants anymore. This is more of a statement than a question, but I assume that he's asking me, what can I do? What should I do with this information? He obviously loves this person very much and she's struggling and he wants to be able to help. But this is a place where, and I think we can all commit to this in the new year, it's not really up to us to fix someone else. I'm all for, you know, standing by your man or your woman or your non-binary person. But if they tell you, I can't feel anything, I'm really struggling, I have depression, I need to take care of myself, you respect that and give them their space and let them go take care of themselves. And that goes the same for you. If you're struggling, even though I'm definitely a believer that People do not have to be perfect to be ready for a relationship and you can work on yourself within a relationship. In fact, a relationship provides ways to work on yourself that you can't work on yourself alone, which is yourself in relation to a romantic partner. There are real times in our lives when we have to prioritize our mental health. We know what's best for us. And if our instinct is, I have to do this alone, I can't do this with another person, it's not fair to them, it's not fair to me then you have to trust that you have to go take care of yourself. And if you two were, quote, meant to be together, you will find each other again. And you just have to believe that and then go do what you need to do and give yourself enough time to really do it. Don't rush the process. So I would say to this person, if she's saying she needs to go take care of herself, let her take care of herself and give her space and tell her, I'm going to give you your space. And when you're ready, you can reach back out to me. And I would assume that her being ready should be at least six months to a year. I don't think someone can really completely change who they are in a month time. I think people really, really need time. I know another couple that just broke up. They had a good relationship, but the man really needed to work on himself and some issues that he hadn't up until this point. He had just started going to therapy 
He had just realized that he potentially had a drinking problem that he needed to deal with. And as much as he loved the woman he was with, he knew that he didn't want to drag her into it. And this kind of recovery and healing needed to happen on his own, on his own terms, without doing it for someone else, without someone watching over him for him to do it, without someone making him do it. He had to do it for himself. And if they find each other again, that's beautiful. If she was just the reason that he kind of realized he needed to make a change, that's beautiful too. And they'll both go find better partners because of it. So for this person, I would say she told you what you needed, what she needed. And the best thing you can do is hear her and allow her to go heal and tell her I'm here when you're ready again. And if you're not, that's okay too. The most important thing is you go take care of yourself. And then you go off and find someone for you too. It's not your fault that she has depression There's not anything you can do except give her her space and know that you care about her and want her to do what's best for her. Okay, we'll do one more. This is very long, so please prepare yourself. Hi, I love your podcast and I kind of just wanted to hear your insight. I was living in LA, went back home to Idaho to visit for a few days, matched with this guy on Tinder. Super sweet, super cute. We hit it off instantly and talked constantly. Danger, danger, I say. That was me, not her. I couldn't meet him because we actually had just missed each other. He was headed to Australia, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, we talked constantly for three weeks, texting, Snapchatting, sharing intimate moments via Snapchat. One day I texted him first, which I never did, and he didn't read it or respond, but showed he read it the day after. Nothing for a week. A week goes by and he texts me, hey, I understand if you never want to talk to me again. I had no intentions of ghosting you. I just had a rough couple of days and didn't know what to say without you thinking I was ignoring you. I told him it confused me and bummed me out and that I hope he's working out whatever he's going through. A few days ago, we're sort of chatting, just light chatting until we jump back into constant communication. It's going great. That lasts about two weeks. And then again, one day he just stops responding. It's now been two weeks since I heard from him, yet he is looking at every single story I post on Instagram. I'm thoroughly confused and I wish he would just tell me if he's not interested, etc., or whatever is going on. I don't understand why it seems like no men can ever communicate. Help me understand. Whew, okay. The reason I'm reading this in the New Year's episode is because I think in the new year, we should all commit to not over-communicating without meeting the person first. Do not follow each other on Instagram. Do not follow each other on Snapchat. If you match on an app, great. If they say, oh, hey, what's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? Say, I actually prefer to meet someone first before we follow each other. Otherwise, it just starts to turn into a false sense of intimacy, which is true. This is right in front of your eyes, false intimacy. Constantly messaging with someone sharing intimate moments, talking and talking and talking over all these different avenues just lulls you into a state of certainty that is not real and you will regret because you will miss wonderful opportunities all around you. You'll stop talking to other people. You will not be open to real people in real life. You'll get completely emotionally caught up in this person who so far she has still not even met and it will go you know, a couple weeks of them talking a lot and it feels so close and so intimate and then nothing. And then her whole world falls apart. You cannot build a relationship without meeting a person. I don't care how much you think you connect. I know that we said on this podcast, oh, you could like put your app to some other location and talk to the person. True, you can do that. But after a few email exchanges, at least talk on the phone, FaceTime, real conversations, not the easiness and the meaninglessness of instant messaging, because that just, we just put so much of our emotion in it. And it's so, it's such a quick fix. It's such instant gratification and it feels so real 
you really don't know a person. And of course, a person can say, oh, sorry, just have a lot going on. They could have a girlfriend. We don't know. So put your money where your mouth is. I know that you guys just like just missed each other. You could always be like, hey, if we're ever in the same place again, let's make sure to meet up. For now, I need to like go be in my real life. And I'm going to unfollow you on Instagram. And I'm going to ask you to do the same because otherwise we're just watching each It's just, it's just not real. It's not real. So everyone, please. Stop putting real value into these conversations. Get to the date, get to meeting in person. That's the only way to get real information. If for some reason you're going to be long distance for a bit, FaceTime, phone call, real life, not a false sense of reality over these instant messaging apps. So to this person, I will say, also her lessons, I don't understand why it seems like no men can ever communicate. That's not true. Plenty of men can communicate, but the apps all of these apps, Instagram, whatever, are not reliable sources of communication. They don't tell you what you need to know about a person and they don't give another person enough information about you to know what they need to know that they should be pursuing you, be there for you, be communicating with you. You can't expect good communication from someone you've never met. So rather than tell yourself the story, men can't communicate, tell yourself the story, the apps are not a reliable way to communicate and I must get to real life. So sorry about this guy. He seems like he was great, but tell him, hey, if we're ever in the same place, let's give it a shot. Otherwise, I'm going to move on for now. Wish you the best of luck. Okay, I have another exciting announcement, which is that... Starting in January, January 15th, I'm actually going to be doing a weekly live streaming of Not Your Therapist on an up-and-coming new app called Get Vocal. That is spelled G-E-T-V-O-K-L. That's G-E-T-V-O-K-L. You can download the app and you can also log into it on your web browser. You can watch me live. It will be every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Get Vocal. It is the Not Your Therapist channel, and I will be live coaching people so you can request to be coached on the show. You can just come watch and interact. You can be sending your comments to my feedback in real time. You can be asking me questions in real time. I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to be editing people's dating profiles in real time. So there will be lots of different ways to talk to me, interact with me, get advice in the moment, at the moment. I know sometimes you send me questions on Instagram or whatever, and it takes me a while to get back to them. Or I'm like, okay, answered it on a podcast two weeks from now. And you're like, thanks, that really doesn't help me. So this will be a way if you have time sensitive questions, problems, want to get my thoughts on something, want to tell me I'm wrong about something. This Well, don't do that. This will be a great place to do that. So it's Get Vocal, G-E-T-V-O-K-L. I will be talking about this a lot. Um, the first episode will be January 15th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So mark your calendars. It's going to be really, really fun. Okay, that is truly everything I need to say about New Year's, about the New Year, New You. Be bold, be brave. This is a great time to start If you haven't already, giving out your phone number, getting new eyes on your apps, reaching out to me for help and feedback. Let's start this year off right and like get on the horse and start riding. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll be back with more normal episodes soon, probably next week. And until then, thank you to Christine Bartolucci, Melissa Gruen, social media producer, Josiah Thorngate, wonderful editor, all of you for listening, rating, reviewing, sharing, and making dating fun. 